Welcome to Let the Bible Speak, where that's what we want to do. We want to let the Bible speak to us. Uh, at least that's our hope. And that's because there's many voices in this world that would seek to influence us, to lead us a certain way, um, to tell us certain things. And, and we want the Bible to speak into our lives, to tell us what we have to know. God has given us a book. It's not just to be read, um, to be obedient, but it's also to be applied, yeah. uh, to be put as a part of our life. So I'm here to, today with you. My name is Josh Elder, and alongside me is brother John Chetta. Hello. And Henderson Palmer. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Brother Palmer. Yes, brother. Sir. That's right. Uh, Palmer. And uh, so today we're going to be moving on. We Last week, if you were with us, we were talking about our last episode of Forgiveness, and we thought we just did such an unbelievable job that we would just move on to, you yeah. know, we covered it all, right? Yeah, yeah. Hit it out of the park. We Tied that bow. When you hit it out of the park, right. you, you, you're done. Yeah. You know, right. Leave on a high note. Right. So we did we did uh, a good job with that subject. And so we're moving that on was a, now. That was a good, I, that was a good uh, series I think we did there. I um, think so too. You know, I, I'm proud of it. Amen. Yeah, yeah. We, by the way, we have uh, some ratings now. We're a legit <clears throat> podcast. Yeah, I'd like to, uh, for the most part, everybody likes us just fine. Uh, but to you, the three star out there, <laughs> look, I'm a fan of criticism. Email <laughs> us. Let us know what we can do. Uh, right, you know, right. probably Josh, I imagine. It's right. just a little less Josh, a little more Henderson. Uh, and and look, we all feel it. I've um, always offended people, know, so it's not just, a surprise We to all me. feel it. Right. right. And... Uh, so, I mean, I, I was for sure that it was you, John, that no. you just, <laughs> just <laughs> literally, when I saw the three stars, I was like, you were like, mm, we're really not all that good. <laughs> Can you know? I really <laughs> honestly give us five? No. Yeah. We haven't done, I don't, we haven't done uh, a five star job. Yeah. Here. I don't, I don't even know that I've subscribed to our podcast. Oh, very good. No, no, I have. See I, the support. I, no, no, know? I have. I listen, have because it downloads. It downloads. When you're unwilling Look, to one, listen to I'm your the one own who stuff. uploads it. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's <laughs> true. That's a good point. Yeah, and there has been times where I've like listened to it before we've uploaded it. Mm -hmm. And then when we uploaded, I was like, I'm not listening to this again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which means that we're not good enough to listen to twice. Twice is what we're uh, trying yeah. to do. And if anybody should be invested in this, it's us it's because be you know you up. just love <laughs> hearing, you know, yourself, hearing speak. yourself speak. Um, I do want to say though, so we are going to be talking about uh, friendship um, on this on this episode, and that Amen. was a, a a recommendation that we received through email. So Miss Pat. Yeah, uh, I know you're listening, and and so I just want to thank you for the suggestion. Amen. We're going to do our best to not mess it up. But but given the table and, and our history, uh, you know, this we'll do our best. We we'll, do you know, Henderson will try to keep us in line and, right. and we'll get it done. Henderson's always bringing it home. But, uh, so thank you, Miss Pat, for the for the suggestion. And look, if y'all uh, if you're listening to this and you and you have a suggestion, right. what's the what's that what's that email address, uh, Josh? If you don't know, you could listen to it <laughs> at the end of every single episode. Let the Bible speak podcast. Right at gmail.com. Right. If you email us at let the Bible speak <laughs> at gmail.com, we, will, we not, will not get it. We won't receive it. It's All not right. going to come. So yeah, if you have a suggestion, just go ahead and email us. Yeah. Um, let yeah. the Bible speak podcast or a criticism specifically about Josh, <laughs> please. Josh repeats it. So way too much. All right. Yeah. Enough messing around. I okay. See it. I, I see it in your eyes. Oh no. We Henderson good. said no, we're enough. Good. No, no, we no, good. No, no, no. <laughs> so we're going to talk today about friendship and, um, this is not going to be a multiple 
episode. It's not that we couldn't make it a multiple episode. I just don't think. I we think don't have a lot of experience having with friends. friends. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to have more friends <laughs> in order to make it multiple. This is not our area of expertise. <laughs> right. But, um, but there, and there is, you'd be surprised to find out that there's plenty that the Bible does have to say about friendship. Right. And, um, and so we're going to, we're going to talk about friendship today. You might not know this, but us three, we are friends. We are, <laughs> we are. Um, uh, we have met in different ways. So Henderson, we met. When did we meet? We met. Uh, let's Was see, it at Pastor think. Jason's at uh, his church? Well, I met. I think yeah, we met. I met Pastor Jason first, and, and he then, introduced me to yeah, because we you started doing the RZIM together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Me right. and me and uh, me and uh, Henderson would go to different areas and different cities to evangelize in like uh, Berkeley and in Florida. Florida. And so, um, and, and I remember one time we drove back from Florida. Right. And this is what I learned about Henderson in that day. Cause you don't know everything about your friends until right. you spend a good amount of time with them, you right. know? And, um, and so on that day we were listening to some worship music and if ever you want to take a car ride and just enjoy worship with God, you got to bring Henderson with Amen. you because we listen <laughs> to some, swapping out some songs. We were, he would right. play one of his favorite. I play one of mine. Right. And, uh, we would just, we sang the whole way back. Uh, it probably would have been real awkward if it had been videoed for anybody watching. They'd be like, here's right. two, two guys <laughs> singing to the Lord. I'm kind of curious about the car that was behind oh, y'all. I'm like watching the <laughs> Louisiana. Literally. We really, we, didn't we? We yeah, went the whole way. The whole way. The whole way. We didn't. Yeah. So that That's was beautiful. It, no, right. man, it was, it was all, it really was. And it wasn't like we were trying either. It was just really good. So, yeah. um, and then me and John, uh, met via, you were going to shift. Yeah. And so, um, he was just amazed at me as a pastor. <laughs> I was so inspired by his level of, uh, I was really, you know, I was comforted by what people would let him get away with. And, and, and so it's I like thought, well, reject. I mean, if this guy can do it, can dude, I could totally do this. Wow. There's no way I can't be a pastor. I mean, yeah. there's not a, but that chance. is, uh, that's funny because that is kind of how you and I became friends. friends yeah. Um, was, was that was, was the initial thing that and you um you were gonna do our wedding yeah that's um, right and i think i had that like hey i want to meet with you because i have this really crazy uh, tell me if i'm crazy <laughs> you yeah, know and, yeah yeah and uh and so started talking to you about that but uh i don't even remember what did i say when you're talking to me about being a, a, a pastor pastor yeah I, I think you gave me the 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 james answer it would do anything and then else. james not like the book of james james like mitchell he's a well, pastor right. here yeah <laughs> We can I was call him out. to give some anonymity. He's a he's the he's the lead pastor of my church, and yeah. um, and he says if you could do anything else, do, do that, do that. No, James would tell anybody that. Yeah, yeah. He told so. me that too. He gave me the 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 talk, but yeah, uh, yeah I uh, no, you were very helpful. Um, you know, it was uh, you you were very honest about what I had in store for me, yeah. and you know, yeah. so far it has all been <laughs> proven true. It has all been true. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I'm very grateful. Which means I was just telling them about rainbows and yeah, butterflies exactly. how just and all how the amazing ministry uh, is. But I am truly grateful um, because, uh, you know, I mean, I think that uh, I just don't know if I would have answered my call. You know, I mean, I fought it for so long and then I don't know. It was, just, it, was it was truly uh, getting to know you and seeing it done a certain way that made it more. It's like the, I was just talking about this in a sermon just recently. It's like the four minute mile, 
You know, it took, like all of humanity tried to run a mile in four minutes. Like mm. from the moment, like we got to a point where we were like, hey, I'm going to run from here to there, time me. We've been trying to run a four minute mile mm. and hadn't been able to. Like in ancient Greece, they were giving them tiger's milk, chasing them with lions, all kinds of wild stuff to try to get it. And it couldn't happen. And it was in like 1954, Roger Bannister breaks the four minute mile. Wow. And it's thir- three, three minutes, 59.4 seconds. Wow. Okay. Wow. Now you can look at them and be like, man, it's kind of a fluke. 45 days later another person broke it. Mm. And since then a thousand people have broken it. It's like, you think something's impossible yeah. until you see it done. And when I saw a social reject, wow, you know, Super just, reject. just an introverted, <laughs> re- just rejected by obviously mankind, awkward d- type of person. You know, that, that when I, when I saw you able to, to Amen. like, man, <laughs> like, I mean, look, that's what Paul says. He says, if Jesus Christ came to save the worst, that's sinners, it. he saved, if he saved me, he can save anybody. But in all Amen. fairness, yeah. and as much as I, I like Josh and I joke with each other, we actually are kind of cut from the same cloth yeah, in terms are. of, I mean, even so much so that we hung out with some of the same people <laughs> doing the same horrible things we were doing and just never really, you know, interacted with each no. other, which I think is a good thing yeah, because that is. would have been horrible. <laughs> See, and that's I good. didn't need to meet another me. That's a good you know, segue like, because in in part yeah uh see how i do that yeah that, that was really you, good it's like see, I mean, you did it with the four minute mile then you brought it to mm. like what we would have been like in the past which is, is the, the truth is is that if if we had met in the past right we would have probably supported each other and been friends yeah to do terrible things They're like no man you're fine look you're smart <laughs> You're smart. You go can do, for it. You know, someone, it's just it. drugs. Yeah. You know, right. like, you're yeah. fine. Yeah. Right. So, and, and so, so we want to start. number of fentanyl. That's <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, just, exactly. Just. We don't, we don't, if we raised each other to a new level being Christians, <laughs> yeah. you can imagine what we would have done yes. the other way. And that is part of why friendship is so important. So should we start with the caution? Yeah, about what, friendship, you, we should, you, you got it. You got, I got the, cautions. Yeah, yeah. What's your, what's all right, the, all right, yeah, yeah. Let's start with that. All right, good, good. Uh, so, uh, here's some cautions from the scripture. Okay. Proverbs 18, 24 says one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin. All right. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. All right. And so sometimes when the proverb, uh, when the scripture gives us like a, something like that, that we want to, I want to know what that is, right? Yeah. A, a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Um, because that's the friend I think we, we all are looking for. Um, and, and I don't think we always think our friends are unreliable, but I mean, I don't think I thought that the friends that I would do drugs with were yeah, unreliable. Oh, yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I would have thought that I a hundred percent could rely on them. I just was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, not, not all the friends, you know, I still have friends who, who yeah, were yeah. friends back then, but, um, you know, what, one of the things I found out as a drug user is when you stop using drugs you lose a lot of those drug using friends. Absolutely. And yes, cause now you're not to doing some the same extent. Stuff. That's yeah. an important part of getting away from it. Though, yeah. Yeah. It's true. Life. But like, um, even when you're not trying yeah. to, Oh yeah, know, like, yeah. 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 Even yeah. when you're, even when it's, it's like, okay, well, you know, now I'm Jesus follower and yeah. they're like, that's great. All right. I'll see you later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk know. again soon. Yeah. yeah we'll yeah. talk again soon. <laughs> no, I found out like, and I really did find that out because what would happen is, is I still had a lot of these friends. Mm. I no longer was doing drugs. And so I get into these circumstances where they would be doing drugs or whatever. And I'd say, no, I'm, I'm okay. Thank you. No, yeah. you know, I don't want to do that. And, uh, I'd be talking to them about, um, that type of stuff. And, and it just didn't go over very well. 
And yeah. so, and I think that that, that talks about like friendship is important because the people that we surround ourselves with either support us towards bad stuff mm. in our lives yeah. or they support us towards godly things. Yeah. And I think, um, uh, yeah, I'd like to believe that, uh, you can both be finding your way together. You don't necessarily need to have, you know, like I, I look at my friend Brian and I always felt like Brian had a, a better moral compass than me. That's how I would, I would describe him to anybody like back then, like I was the one who was doing drugs and, and, and you know, and he just kind of like loved me enough to be my friend through that, you yeah. know, like, and, and, and kind of put up with all of that stuff, which, you know, right, wrong or indifferent, but you know, it's not like he's got his whole life figured out. I mean, you know, mm, in terms right. of his spirituality and all that, we're, you know, it's, it's like, but I, so I, I do think that there can be some kind of growth, uh, mutual growth, um, <clears throat> where one person, I'm sorry, I just cleared my throat right on the, I know y'all are used to it. Used to it. Uh, but, uh, not the but yeah, what about, uh, what, <laughs> how about you, Henderson? <laughs> Well, yeah, on friends, um, you know, I've had a few. I would say just just only a few. Obviously, really? I had. Yeah, I always, uh, you always seem easy to get along with. Like I would say, but would maybe be, he wasn't always the social giant we see before. That is true. <laughs> that could be the case. Yeah, absolutely. But um, you know, in the past, I've I've had some bad experiences with some unreliable friends. Mm-hmm. Put it that way. So, and you know, for me growing up, a friend was pretty much family pretty much like a, maybe even a brother or you know maybe a sister but like outside the family to us it was just like the people you know I was always told you know he's not your friend or that person is not your friend but I've had some bad experiences with friends but I've also had some I can say now some real good friends people mm-hmm. who are genuine it took time for me to realize you know what a real friend really is yeah and um, you know, during, during adversity, during tough times in your life, you can really, you know, tell who your real friends are. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's, uh, the scripture would tell us some, something like that, which is, is that, um, that first Proverbs 17, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born right. for a time of adversity. Right. And, um, you know, I mean, the scripture tells us that, uh, uh, difficult times is what proves things, right? right? Suffering is what what is like a furnace to, 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 uh, gold and, you yeah, know, it's right. what makes it yeah purified. It, it, yeah purified. And so the same thing I think is oftentimes is difficult times will, will show who the, who our friends really are. Yeah. And, you know, and, and contrary to the way I was raised and brought up, you know, friends are important. I would like to say that. Yeah, you know, definitely. You know, I, I know today I need friends. I need fellowship. I need friends. You know, friends are there. We're going to see in some of the scripture, they're there to encourage us. To, you know, cheer us along when we, especially when we're going through a difficult time, whether it be, you know, a divorce or a breakup or a sickness or whatever it may be, maybe like a little financial situation or whatever it may be, a good friend will be there just to kind of, you know, support us yeah, and to pick us up when we fall. So yeah. friends, friends are needed. Yeah. And I think too, along that line of what friends do is, um, you know, sometimes we think that a friend only gives us nice things says nice things to us and um right. you know like why would you you know sometimes we go to a friend thinking we're going to get the the answer we want back always you know what i'm saying right. yeah but i think the way that the scripture kind of describes it is that a, a friend is somebody who could even say hard things from to us so like proverbs 27 6 says wounds from a friend can be trusted right so like when a friend wounds you 
um, in a sense of like, man, that hurt my feelings or something. If it's, if it's towards a good cause, if it's towards a godly reason, right. That's something that can be trusted, but it, it says, but an enemy multiplies kisses. Right. In other words, if you just want to feel like you're being, yeah, exactly. you're being kissed, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's, there's plenty of, uh, plenty of false people out there, but a right. true friend, a true friend can tell you difficult things exactly when you need to hear it. I, you know, uh, Henderson, I've always thought of you that way because, um, not so much you, John, but, yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> but like when I, when I came in the other day, I was a little downtrodden, right? Uh, Henderson could have been like, Ooh, Josh is not in a good mood. I better, you know, be cautious around him. Just try to, you know, not say the wrong thing or anything like that. But instead he directly asked me what's, what's the matter. And I tell him, you know, I'm frustrated about something or whatever it is. And I'm um, talking about need a break or, or something like that. And, right. and Henderson goes, don't give up man don't of god up, right Absolutely. you know what i mean like don't yeah. don't don't give up on what you you know and and what struck me when you did that was is that's the exact type of friend you need yeah right you need a friend who would be willing to tell you uh the hard thing uh which like he could have said you know what yeah you just you know yeah, you need a break just yeah take just take time care of you you know yeah, yeah right. but you were like you were say like number one just realize you can't give up like if you need break okay fine but if but but uh but you can't give up we we you know uh god has right. work for us to do and That's we've right. got to do it and we're in this thing together we're in this together right yeah so and yeah friends are good man because i can recall a time uh and it was maybe just a couple of years back, and obviously I had got I had got sick, and I had something I had some stomach issues, and I can just remember the very few people that were supporting me and that was with me every little step along the way. I mean, even coming to the hospital with me, you know how good that made me feel. Like mm -hmm. I had somebody that was looking, that was expecting me for for me to get better, that was praying for me and asking God to heal me. And that meant a lot to me, man. I mean, it, it encouraged me, like, you know, to not give up and to seek God for healing and to not give up in the thing because I know I used to work in a hospice program. And part of that program, you know, you when somebody gives up, you see their health, it starts declining a little bit more and a little bit more. And, and then hopelessness, you know, set in on them. And then eventually that person, you know, eventually passed away. But you know, the person that was always had some people around them and encouraging them. Yeah. It just seemed like it was helping them to live a little longer. Yeah. Yeah, for yes. sure. Yeah. So I think those friends, man, when you have a real close friend to, Hey man, you know, that's, that's praying for you and expecting God to help you or to heal you or to help you get past whatever situation that you're in. I know these are the kind of people that I need around me because life is not always, you know, smooth sailing. you know, you hit a few rough patches and man, you need a friend. Yeah. 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 And I'd say, you know, uh, along those lines, I think really for us as Christians, the, the best friends that we can have are other believers. That's right. Um, and, yeah. and that's not to say you can't have believe friends that are non-believers. Right. Um, but there's a sense in which the advice you gave me, Henderson, couldn't come out of a non-believer's mouth. Mm. Right. And, and I think that's where like Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen comes in. That's the um, iron sharpen as iron sharpens iron, so yeah. one person sharpens another. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, and 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 so there's there's some warnings in the scripture. So this is one that I just had thought of that uh, from Second Corinthians. 
that says, do not be yoked together with unbelievers. All right. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Biel? What does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of God and, mm. I- and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. Amen. As God has said, I will live with them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. Now, sometimes when we read that, we go, that seems real arrogant, you know, um, to to just say, you know, what does righteousness have to do with wickedness and all of these types of things? But there's a sense in which it's talking about who are our friends? What right. is our community? Uh, who are the closest relationships we have? And if the closest relationships we have are constantly with somebody mm. who's going to be drawing us away from God, right. that's that's not going to be any good for yeah. those who are supposed to be the temple of God, to right. have, have God living in them. Um, and so there there's definitely a warning against, and that, that's what I think John was pointing out, is like there's a warning against in the, in the Bible against um, friends that would lead us in a wrong way and right. friends that don't. So I, I think... Uh, it's challenging because, um, okay. So like my Facebook, for instance, right. um, I, your real friends. Yeah, that's right. My, <laughs> you know, my, my, it my says real, it, so it must be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't, I, when I left my way of life, um, mm. I did not like go through and unfriend or whatever that right. is. Um, everybody from that life. Right. Um, in fact, now I, I, it's tough sometimes because I have to read things and see things that I really disagree with. Um, but they all saw me high. They saw all of them saw me a complete wreck. And, and so now that, and I'm not saying that I got it all together, but you know, I'm a far cry from where I I once was. Right. Amen. And, and and they, I like that they can see that like we can still. So, so where's that line between, um, being there, remaining friendly with people in a hope that you can, I don't want to say it's okay. Yeah. But save them, you know, yeah. like p- because you have nothing to that. do with it. Like, so, you know, I think oftentimes pe- what people hear is arrogance is really not arrogance. Yeah. They're, they're, they're often confused about what we're talking about. So if, if I'm running towards a cliff and somebody says, Hey, I see this cliff, please stop. Right. They love me. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not going to look, I might look back at him and say, you arrogant fool. How dare you tell mm. me what to do? Right. And I keep on running and I run over the cliff. When you become saved by Jesus, he's the right. one who pulls you off of the cliff. Yeah. You, when you become saved by him and he says, I'm powerful enough to save all of these people. Call me, call yeah. into me, you know, a- ask for me for us not to tell somebody about mm. that person is, is to, it would not be loving. So where I think, I guess what I, where, where I'm going with this, um, is that, that there is a temptation um, to remain kind of close, close to some of those people that yeah. I used to mm-hmm. live recklessly with right. in hopes that I can help them. Um, and I, and, and if you're listening to this and you have that same inclination, there's, there's a couple of things I would say, because that can lead you into trouble. It really can. I mean, it you know, can. we are, we, we should not put ourselves in, in situations like that. I look at like the way that Jesus handled it. People will point that out all the time. Well, Jesus went out with, hung out with sin, sinners. Right. That's right. In fact, he was described as a friend to sinners. Right. But right. Jesus was not changed by those people. Exactly. He changed those people. Right. And so that's, that's the difference. And, and that's Jesus. Yeah. So, no, no, no. <laughs> but like that's, so, that's extremely important. Cause what we're talking about is, is 
what do uh, who do I commune with? Yeah. Okay. Like not not even just like who do I eat with? Yeah. Who do I who do I spend time with? But this is who do I go to when I'm in trouble? Who do I who do I who do I listen to right. when I need advice? Yeah. Uh, where can I receive um, uh, guidance from? Like all of that type of stuff. That that relationship is not something that is often a good thing between believers and unbelievers. Right. Uh, what is a perfectly fine relationship between believers and unbelievers is, is a loving relationship. You yeah. can love someone and still believe that they can't be a great influence necessarily in the way that they would direct you to go yeah. in this life. And, and there's a difference there and there's a change and a transformation. Um, you know, it, it doesn't mean we go in thinking I'm a savior. Yeah. Right. I'm not the savior. Jesus is the savior, but I know him and I'd like to introduce you. <laughs> and so right. like, be like, if you knew a famous person, you know, you knew a celebrity yeah, yeah, yeah. and you'd be like, I want, I want to introduce you to this, this famous person. And now in our day, people will be like real excited to meet right, that right. celebrity, you know, but imagine we want to introduce people to the son of God, um, who can save them from their sins. Yeah. And, um, and too often Amen. people are like, but who are you? You yeah, know, right. and I've had fr old friends say that to me. Yeah. I've had, old I'm just a friend of the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had, I've had old yeah, I'm friends. I'm not the guy. I'm a friend <laughs> of the guy. Right. I've had old friends who call out, you know, this is yeah. one of the things you, you talk about is, is they call out, I know who you are. Yeah. I know where you come from. Yeah, yeah. I know what you've done in your life. Yeah. And so don't try that pastor crap with me. Right. That's what, that's what they say to me. Right. And, 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 and I would say that's okay. All right. I'm All right. not going to. But then I've also seen God work in some of those friends' life to transform their lives. That's right. And and I don't think it really was my influence as much as it was just God reaching out and That's right. grabbing a hold of them. So no, I think I think the, the the ungodly people, man, in the world, they real they're real bold. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll try to like when you like for for a believer and if you transform your life and you're trying to live your life for God and the old friends, they'll try to draw you back into like maybe drug abuse oh, or yeah. alcohol oh, yeah, abuse. Yeah. And they real bold with it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. They'll be like, hey, come hang out, or they'll start yeah. calling, oh, you think you're too good, or you right. think you're a pastor? Nah, yeah. you think you got it all together? Right. And like you say, calmly, real calmly, be like, no, sir, or no, whoever the friend may be. You know, how about you come to church with me? Right. That's not, I'm not going to get involved. No. I'm not getting back involved in alcohol or the drug abuse or whatever, the you know, the running the different girls or whatever, the thing you're trying to get me trapped up in. Right. How about you come to church on Sunday? Right. I th I just think we have to be bold, too, as their friend and be like, hey, I'm not doing this and this is the reason why, because I'm trying to honor God with my life. But on the other hand, hey, would you come to church with me on Sunday? Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, would you just do that? I think we just got to be bold and just come out and let, try to influence them. Yeah, yeah. Like you were saying, Jesus didn't let, allow them to influence him. No, he influenced them. Right, right, and and that's 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 the. I mean, what Christ offered in that relationship was transformation to their lives. Right. It wasn't just like Christ was like he's a friend to sinners, that's so he right. participated in all the sin right. Right. and really enjoyed himself alongside them. Right. Right. It, that's not what it means when he it means he's friends to sinners. It means he actually was a friend to sinners. He loved them. Right. He he wanted what was best but, for them. Right. And see, a friend is somebody who wants what's best Amen. for you, not that's somebody right. who just wants what will be polite for you or right. what will get along with you mm. or anything like that. Yeah. A friend is going to be pointing out the things that could really, really help you. So we see in 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 the the scriptures that there mm. are definitely some uh, relationships and friendships that are not so good, um, and and 
this reminder that when Paul talks about not being yoked together, he says he's not saying we should just be out of the world. Right. That's not what he's talking about. I think what he's talking about is is once again the closeness of our relationships. Where where do we draw strength from? Right. Where do we go to for those types of things? And I've seen a lot of believers who are really confused about that. And they surround themselves with friends who are not believers. That's right. Or they're doing the wrong stuff. They know they're doing the wrong stuff. And they're getting like crazy advice from everywhere, right? So, I mean, they're going to hear it from believers and non-believers. And they're so confused. Who should I listen to? And mm. it's like, well, who really is going to have your best interest at heart? Right. You know, is it the person who just wants you to be a buddy drinking with them on right. the weekends? Doesn't want to lose that. You know, or is it going to be the person who has really no skin in the game except that they want you to lead a godly life with the Lord? You know, right. and yeah. and so I think having those types of friendships are re- really important. But uh, John, you you so you you t- had some scriptures there from Ecclesiastes, and so let's talk a little bit about why we want good friendships. What do they offer us? Amen. So this is Ecclesiastes chapter four, uh, verses nine and twelve. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. Amen. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Mm. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Amen. Yeah, so, I mean, sometimes when we think that you know, there are, there are friends that are bad friends. That doesn't mean that we should just live life alone. No. Um, yeah. And I think it's why it's, it's, yeah, that, that's, I think a reason why, uh, Jesus would send people out two at a time. Oh man. So he would always two, two, two by two. And that's, that's, I think important kind of going back to what we were just talking about. Um, you know, it reminds me of in, uh, in recovery programs, okay. Usually it's not a, you, when somebody calls for help, you know, if they've relapsed, yeah. you're not supposed to go by yourself. <laughs> you yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. supposed to go with someone else. It's you got two people go and deal because that one person can pull you in. You right. know yeah. what I mean? It's, well, none of us are above that kind yeah, of stuff. And right. so there, there's just this clear power in account. I think you, you, you remain accountable to one another. Right. Um, again, going back to that iron sharpens iron, you, you sharpen one another. Right. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, we are stronger together. I mean, so clearly friendship is, I mean, is a godly thing. Yeah. Uh, and God has given us, like you said, each other to walk together. Yeah. Um, I think one of the saddest things I often see in Christ followers is when they, they think that the life with Christ is just that. It's right. just my life right. with Christ. Yeah. And so that's good enough. I've got that. I don't need church. I don't need people. I don't need friends. You know, I got God. But that's just not the way that the scripture really reveals it to us. I mean, think about it. Jesus, even when they weren't going to church, was sending them out two right. believers at a time. Yeah. You know, they were always walking together. And I think he's not, he's not, he's not a foolish Lord. He knows why he mm. sends them two at a time because they're stronger together than they are yeah. separate. And, um, and I, I know this as a pastor cause we're a peculiar breed. Amen. We are yeah. <laughs> very, very <laughs> peculiar, uh, that sometimes we want to be kind of, uh, a lone, lone saviors. We get savior complexes and, um, and because of that, 
we think, you know, like, yeah, but I really just understand it the best. Mm. And so yeah. I, I should really just like, mm. it's too much trouble to go alongside somebody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You like, I want to do the internal monologue. I, I, like, I, like, <laughs> I, like, I like your internal monologue voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was random. So <laughs> random. But, uh, so, but yeah, so like we get those thoughts in our heads that we're going to be the saviors alone. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, is we're never meant to walk alone because the Savior's Christ. He's meant yeah. to live in us. And then not only that, but we're meant to be joined with brothers and sisters. That's right. And and to do this, do this together. That way, if one of us falls down, another can help us up, you know, or and pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. That's right, man. And and mm-hmm. we definitely friends, like it says in Proverbs, who are not unreliable, but reliable. Mm. Because it, just think of the person that maybe you, we all we all know how much drugs and alcohol destroys life. I mean, it's proven. Right. right. I mean, it's proven, and we don't have to debate on no. that. Yeah. All right, but if I'm trying to recover from like drug abuse or alcohol abuse, and I relapse, you know, I was in recovery, I was doing good, but then I relapse, and if I go to somebody that's that hasn't overcame it yet, you know, they might start telling me something, well, it's all right, man. You just did a little bit, you know, you're going to be all right. Right. I need somebody to tell me, you know, Henderson, you know, get yourself together, man. You yeah. may, you know, obviously you made that slip up, you know, don't do it again. Yeah. That kind of thing. But for somebody whose standard might be still low and be telling me, you know, it's all right, Henderson, man, you just slip one time. You'll be all right, man. Right. God is going to forgive you instead of challenging me. Right. To get better. That's what I need. Somebody that's going to challenge me to get better. Yeah. And and basically like they really are trying to stand you up. Right. You know what I mean? Versus somebody, somebody who's keeping that low standard. They're like, no, you don't need to get up so high. Yeah. (laughs) Like just stay, stay where you are. You know, it's okay. It's not that bad down there. You know, you want the friend who's like, no, stand up with me. Right. Let's go on together. You know? And, uh, yeah. Cause I think, you know, for a long time, I, I, I mean, if I was being honest, I struggled with the lone Christian thing. I struggled with uh, savior complex and all that type of stuff because I had this mm-hmm. kind of amazing experience with God, and then and then you know it made me feel really alone sometimes. Right. And I remember praying to God for years. Mm-hmm. I thought I was praying for mentor, um, and I was, but I was also just praying, and I didn't realize it, but I was really praying for a friend. I was praying for a godly friend. Mm, I didn't know what yeah. I, I didn't know what godly friendship was. Sometimes we don't know what it is when we come out of a lifestyle where right. all our friends oh, were not godly friendships. Sure. Right. And so and so um I remember this this friend of mine from childhood said to me he said I got this guy you you need to meet. And um and he introduced me to Pastor Jason. Okay. And he said this is my pastor is my friend was saying this about this is my pastor Jason. And, and so we started talking, Jason always says it like, he's like, well, pastors are really weird. Yeah. And, and Josh wasn't, you know, so weird. We were both nerds, you know, both like, yeah. You know, oh, I was going to say, no, you're weird. You're yeah. just weird in the, <laughs> we're weird in, in the same way. way. Yeah, <laughs> we're yeah, in yeah. the same way. And he was like, why don't we get together and we'll, we'll talk. And cause he, he, he was, he said, you know, I was like, well, where are you, where are you going? We're leaving this place. And he was like, well, I'm going to um, teach about discipleship. And he's like, but you know about all that because you're a pastor. And I was like, actually, I, I don't know that much about discipleship. Right. And uh, he's like, oh, he now it turns out he had been praying for somebody to teach discipleship too. And so like, 
he, I had been praying for a mentor. He had been praying for a mentee wow. or whatever. Wow. And then God put him in my life. Mm. And, and I remember it, you know, that was just such a powerful thing because first of all, that's how I came to know you Henderson right. was through pastor, through Jason, pastor Jason, you know, right. and I learned what a, a, a godly friendship was like. You, you started to come into some of those meetings that yeah. we would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, um, and so it was, uh, it was, it was one of those things where I suddenly realized, hmm. This is better together. Yeah. Right. Um, right. But sometimes you need need the right people to be well, put in your life. This is a African proverb. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with a friend. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. And so I think, you know, one of the things is is we have to we have to find find the people that God wants to put into our life and have our eyes open, be praying for them, mm-hmm. for godly friendships mm-hmm. um, uh, that we can walk together. I wouldn't want to do this like one of the highlights of my week is coming to do this podcast, right. but it's not just because I get to talk, you know, um, though that just is mostly, it's mostly my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's because I have, I'm doing it with friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, um, so what else do you have anything to add to that? What about that? Uh, John 15. I'll read it. All right. It says greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friend. I think so. I think Jesus here has given us the definition of what the greatest friendship looks like. That's right. Is a friend who's willing to lay down their life for us. Yeah. And uh, and so um, in that sense, you know, sometimes people are afraid to call Jesus their friend. Mm. But if he yeah. laid down his life for you, yeah, right. <laughs> he's the greatest friend you could have. Um, and and in fact, he he said, um, "I now call you my friends because you know you know my will. You know." So I think, um, I think, yeah, I think Jesus is our greatest friend. What else? For sure. But you know, when I, when I look at that, I think that we tend to, that's one of those scriptures. I think that both church and unchurched people, they're familiar with that. No greater Mm. love than to lay down one's life for a friend. Um, and I think, and contextually, you know, we are talking, I mean, truly laying down your life, sacrificing, but there's different ways of doing that. Okay. It's not just, you know, I'm going to take a bullet for you. I would, you know, but that's, but there are, there are other ways we can lay down our lives for our friends. That's suspending our plans, you know, like what we kind of, I think about my friend that I was talking about earlier, you know, we had all these hopes and dreams and we were going to do them together. we, we, We had this clear cut goal. Now, I left that path. He's still on that path and he's, he's doing fine and, and, and moving towards it. But we had to let go of our own expectations of one another. Um, we had to kind of put that stuff, put, put away our, mm. our expectations of the other person mm. and uh, to remain, to be, to, to truly remain friends. Um, he had to accept that I am not on that path. He had to put his plans and, and, and rework them. You know, mm. and, and I think that there's just, we, we, we always, uh, why well, we always, I don't know. I tend to, when I look at things like that, I, I, I'm very black and white and I look at that scripture and I'm like, there's no greater love than to die for your friend. That's right. Yeah. That's how I read it. Yeah. But there's other ways. There's other ways we sacrifice our life. Right. Um, right. and, 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 and so, yeah, I just, I think to have somebody that is truly willing to sacrifice for you something that they want for your good, they'll, they'll, mm. they'll change that. That's, that is mm. the mark of a, gr- a great friend. That's right. Yeah. And, and, um, 
it's kind of in the same vein of when Jesus tells us to pick up your cross and follow yeah. me. Um, he's not talking about a literal cross, right. you know, like he's not saying all of us need to go get our wooden crosses. Mm, and and right. what he's saying is, is we have to die to ourselves yes. to follow him. And so we also die to ourselves to love a friend and we have to give up uh, the, the comforts and the desires for our own needs, right, you yeah. know, and serve each other humbly in love. And um, I think the greatest friendship, you know, and, and that's what that kind of can get us get us off because I think sometimes when we're looking at friends, we just want them to love us like that. But we don't think about loving them like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I want somebody who's always going to give right. to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this friendship's great. This yeah. is great. Yeah. He's yeah, it's a doing everything friendship. for yeah. me. It's awesome. But then, but right. then the yeah. truth of the matter is the, the greatest friendships are the ones that are mutually sacrificial to each right. other and, and, uh, and, and love each other like that. So, um, for sure. What else? What do you think, Kenderson? Yeah, I, man, I just, I just pray that, you know, that I would, you know, sow myself friendly you know, two people that, you know, if people need me, you know, I want to be there for them. That's just the heart, the heart that God has given me today. Um, you know, without any strings attached, without any, mm -hmm. you know, looking to get anything in return or anything like that. I just want to be able to be somebody's friend because you just never know what a person may be going through. And I just pray that God will give me something, a word of encouragement or something that I can share with them to help them overcome whatever obstacle. So why don't you tell going everybody through. who's listening, how do they be a good friend? Like how can the listeners? Yeah, how can the listeners be a good friend to people in their lives? Yeah. Because um, I, I think say, starting with us is probably the best, you know, too often <laughs> we're like, I wish these people in my life would just be like that. But how, how can we? Yeah. How can we be good friends all right yeah i just think that uh just be unselfish you know just look for the needs of others and try to you know meet them as a, as opposed to just looking at me 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 and and be always on the receiving end yeah you know just look for opportunities to help you know and you know just ask those you know probing questions like hey man are you all right uh you know are your kids okay you know just whatever that god may put in your heart you know your bills are straight uh can i help you with you know, picking your son up from practice or something like that. Just try mm -hmm. to, or, you, or your daughter from cheerleading practice or something like that. Just try to sow yourself as friendly. And I believe you will reap what you sow. It'll come back to you. I think that, uh, I agree with you, Henderson. Uh, I, I think it, if you have to, in a relationship, in a friendship, you have to make more deposits than you do withdrawals. Right. You know, I think that's that's the key. As long as if you're always trying to like, how do I build? How do I show love to this person? How right. do I build this person up? As long as you are making more deposits than you are withdrawals on that friendship, right. I think usually uh, that's uh, there's always going to be that time. Yeah, you know that that. But but hopefully, because uh, you can you can analyze your friendships, and mm. I think if you look at it at, with that kind of filter, there are certainly friendships where. There's a lot of withdrawals. Hmm. <laughs> you know, there's, a, right. there's a lot of withdrawals, and uh, uh, but uh, but but you know, forget about like other people and how what they should do. If you're asking what I think you should do, yeah, to you know to be the best friend you can to other people, it is to make more deposits in their life than you withdraw from them. Yeah, right. and so I mean, basically, we've been saying the same thing 
that Jesus said, which is the greatest thing you can do is lay down your life. Yeah. I, I, I do think that, you know, there are times, look, when you need a friend, call a friend, right. you know, don't feel like because we're saying you need to give of yourself. That doesn't mean you don't need friendship. Oh, no, not at all. Right. Yeah. right. No. Yeah. yeah. And that's what you were saying. Like there, there are going to be times in your life when hmm. you have, you need the, you need yeah. the friend that God has for you in your life. That's right. But just don't worry about that. It, spend your life, spend your life giving, you know, this, what I mean, oftentimes when I find myself just being less worried about what I'm receiving, just like what you said, John, then I, I find that my friendships are a whole lot easier. Right. You know what I mean? Like when I'm yeah. not worried about what I'm getting back and right. I just, and I yeah. and just, well, it goes, know. it goes back to that, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Yeah. Right. You know, right. The, nobody's saying like, if you're down, you know, you're supposed to, that's what your friendships are, are for. And, and you should always for. reach out. Right. Um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And we, and we hate to be bearers of bad news. Yeah. One day you will fall. No, oh, you yeah, will. Yeah. Something, no doubt. You're not going to escape. Something's going to happen. Yeah. Something. Something is going to happen. You're not going to escape through life unscathed. No. Yeah. You know, by the enemy and, and the things that's out there, the trickery and the sins and the things that easily besets us. But if you have a friend, you know, like you say, call on your friend so that you can receive the help when you yeah. need it. Proverbs yeah. twelve twenty five says, anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. Amen. Yeah. So, we're friends? Yeah. We're still friends after this? Yeah, yeah. Friends to the end. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We got through talking about friendship in the Bible, and we are all three still friends here. Uh, and so, Did you do the Jeremiah? No, I never touched the Jeremiah. I mean, do you want me to waiting. go on an offshoot? It's an offshoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's an offshoot. Um, there's, if you want to read a, a thing about times not to trust friends, <laughs> uh, read Jeremiah nine. But it's it it, it is a um, difficult passage. It was a difficult time, and uh, and there are some times that that you know, and what I think it shows us when there are those bad times is what how important genuine friendship is right how important it is to have a trustworthy friend how important it is to have somebody that you know you can call on and you know you can trust um so if you don't have any friends pray to the lord to get some yes sir and find those godly friends yes uh if you need a friend call a friend (laughs) for sure and most of all be a friend this uh, is great. This is turning into like this like Stuart Smalley. I'm good, I'm enough, good enough. I'm smart, I'm smart enough. And doggone right. it, people, people like me. <laughs> yes, it is. But it's but it's true. But uh, so uh, above all else, we as Christians are called to be those friends who lay down our lives for each other. John, do you want to pray us out of this? I was about to ask you to pray us out, but oh, yeah, really? I guess I will. Yeah. I'll, I'll multitask here with the. Okay. All right. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, so much for this wonderful life that we we have we thank you for the breath in our body and the ability to 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 every day uh learn more about you and and grow closer to you lord i i i thank you for this table of friends and i thank you for friendship and fellowship um we would be lost without it and uh we thank you for your son jesus who modeled for us what it was to to love what it looks like to truly love and lay down one's life for for each other um, I pray for those that are listening right now that may be struggling with a comp, uh, with a, a a friendship that's that's on the the rocks or something's mm. just not quite right in their life. I ask you, Lord, to to bring resolution to whatever that may be, to bring understanding, 
uh, to, to mend those bonds because we need each other to get through this. We love you, Lord, and we yes, thank Lord. you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to Let the Bible Speak. If you'd like to support us, subscribe to the podcast by clicking that little plus symbol on your phone until it becomes a check mark. You can also share these episodes with a friend. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at letthebiblespeakpodcast at gmail.com. If you write us at letthebiblespeak at gmail.com, we will not receive your email, so make sure it is letthebiblespeakpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks. Thank you.